Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan M.K. That's right. That's right. Thank you for joining me again. Please do not forget to follow me on the Twitters, the Grams, at RMK Madness. Check me out on the tubes. Mad Chatter MK, please. Thank you. Hope everyone's weekend was well. It's a little busy at the Chatters. A lot of stuff's going on. Some house cleaning, stuff going on with the boys, preparing for fall, Halloween is coming, had a bunch of writing to do, work stuff, calls, errands, all sorts of shit, appointments. Have to get the shots today, (laughs) flu, and a couple other ones. The Nuggets got eliminated this weekend. And the NBA Finals is set. Miami Heat versus the LA Lakers should be a lot of fun. I'm I'm actually kind of bummed the Nuggets aren't in there, obviously. But hey, Lakers and Heat? Interesting. Braun versus his former team that he won a couple of rings with. Ooh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We'll see. We'll see. I know, that's one of my favorite things to say, is we'll see. And then, you know, Stanley Cup Finals still going on. Still going on. For the moment. The Stars could get eliminated tonight, but hopefully they push it to a Game 7. Because what's better in sports than Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Finals? I mean, it's just amazing. It is. (sighs) So a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of stuff going on with the Mad Chatter at the Madhouse MK. A lot of stuffs. But luckily, Sunday came. Sunday came, and we had football. And it was pretty good football. I gotta say, I enjoyed the day, the Sunday of football that we had. Yeah, yeah. Not as bloody as last week, thankfully. Not as many damn injuries. Still some, obviously. But, you know, not quite the bloodbath, the proverbial bloodbath that was week two. That being said, let's go ahead and talk about injuries. Get into the infirmary. That's right. The infirmary. I know I got to get a much better sound effect for that but you know that's part of what i do is i have these lame ass fucking sound effects anyway lame indeed the infirmary at the running back position Tariq cohen went down the chicago bears fear he may have a torn acl which is a bummer because the bears were already two and oh and now 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 they got something going for him. So the Tariq Cohen news could be damning. But they'll surely figure it out. I'm sure. Jarek McKinnon, just when he gets the opportunity to get going, he gets a rib injury. 
Missed the last part of the game. It's a damn shame that let Jeff Wilson get some work. And then in Seattle, Chris Carson. He's got a knee injury. Could it be Travis Homer time? If Carson can't go next week, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't do the Carlos Hyde thing. And I imagine, even though in Houston he got a bunch of run, he was the less efficient runner. Bill O'Brien still left him in there. I can't imagine Pete Carroll's going to do the same fucking thing. But it, who knows? <laughs> Pete Carroll also keeps wanting to run when he's got fucking Russell Wilson. Until this year, huh? Huh? They're letting him cook a little bit this year. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So, definitely a little bit of a blow to the Seattle. Are we fucking doing that already? <laughs> yeah, already. Anyway, so, if Chris Carson is out, could give away for Travis Hope. That, that's definitely a blow for the Seattle offense. So, that's what I was trying to say. The Seattle offense. It's a blow to the Seattle offense. Fuck's sake. Damn it. At the wide receiver position, Russell Gage in Atlanta has a concussion. And we'll talk a little bit about what that could potentially mean with his teammate Olamide Zacchaeus. I'll mention him again in a minute, don't worry. So he's got the concussion, could be out. You got Julio with the hammy. I'm sure Julio will be back at some point. But it's early enough in the week. We'll see what happens. But Gage could be out week four. John Brown has a calf injury for the Bills. Mike Williams for the Chargers. He's got a hammy. That's never good. You know those damn hamstrings. Bum me out. Brian Edwards in Las Vegas. He's got a bit of an ankle injury. We'll see how that plays out over the week. Deontay Johnson, another concussion case. Which, really, the first couple of weeks, there wasn't a ton of those, so that's good news. That, but, yeah, a couple at the wide receiver position this week. Dontrell Inman, after catching a couple touchdowns for the Redskins out of nowhere, he, which, by the way, helped no one. And we got a few more names on the you helped no one list later, for later. And again, this doesn't make, hey, they got to do what they got to do. If they make plays, good for them. But concerning fantasy football, fantasy-wise, they help no one. This is the point. This is the point. And then Chris Godwin. <laughs> he developed a hamstring. We'll talk more about him later, too. It's just, God damn it, Chris Godwin. One of my favorite players. It's just the interesting. Okay. And then we did have Dallas Goddard, as well, at the tight end position. He... Suffered an ankle injury. So, I mean, we'll discuss a little bit more of that. We'll see how the week goes. And, of course, you can check out on playerprofiler.com my new series of articles, my new article series, entitled, aptly, The Infirmary, which will discuss all the injury news, what to make of it, all of that. So make sure to keep an eye out for that on playerprofiler.com. And then we will discuss more of the injury news in the second pod of the week. So for now, let's get into the rest of the Sunday action and the week three 
Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the week three madness. That's right. A lot of good week three action on Sunday. As I said, I quite enjoyed it. I quite did. Yes, indeed. So first thing we'll kick it off with is hits and misses. I'm going to do some hits and misses. Okay, so who are some players I suggested that I hit on? Because we're going to get some of those. we got to get, you know, take a little bit of a victory. Like, give ourselves a little bit of credit, some bragging rights, right? And so, McKinnon, I spoke of him. 38 rush, 38 rush yards at a touchdown, not bad. Also added three receptions for 39 yards. So, he did a decent job. If you had him in your flex RB2, obviously, you would have wanted a little bit more. The injury pops up. We'll keep monitoring the situation. With that entire backfield, really. The San Fran backfield. Because that shit's in trouble. Dudes are just falling apart. Dudes are falling off the cliff on that fucking team all over the place. What is going on there? Jermichael Hasty was another guy talking about the San Francisco backfield that I mentioned. He got a little bit of run. But should McKinnon have to miss time? And other dudes are still banged up like Mostert, Coleman's on IR. Then... J. Michael Hasty becomes mighty interesting, does he not? Mm-hmm. Indeed, yes. <sighs> so, J. Michael Hasty. Joe Mixon, I spoke of avoiding him. And good job. Good job. If you did, if you listened. Because he had 17 carries for 49 yards. I mean, do you. I, I'm just, when are we going to see it from Mixon? Everybody fucking loves Joe Mixon. And guess what? I liked him too, but he hasn't done a goddamn thing. He's had a handful of games. Give me something, Mixon. Other players are producing on that offense. We can't, I, we use, we all use the excuse last year. Well, the offense, the offensive line. Okay. I feel you. I'm with you. Eh. Eh. It's not flying for me this year. So, I really don't own any Joe Mixon. And if I did, I'd be trying to avoid the motherfucker. More avoid playing him until he starts producing. I also mentioned Daryl Henderson. My little bit of love for him. He went out and got 114 rushing yards and a touchdown. So good for him. And we go back to the Atlanta wide receiver group. Russell Gage, injured, concussion. Ulamidi Zacchaeus in the game, six targets, four receptions, 41 yards. Not a lot, but he got some run. And should Russell Gage miss time? Should Julio Jones miss time? Should both of them, one of them, either? He could be interesting. It's one of my guys. I like me some Ulamidi Zacchaeus. I've talked about him plenty. Nice to see him get a little bit of run. You know what I mean? Now some dudes I missed on. Joshua Kelly. Yeah. Eight for 43. Ugh. Ugh. So it could be a situation with Mr. Josh Kelly where he is definitely kind of a boomer bust, right? Maybe some games they don't use him. I did preach that, hey, Justin Herbert entering 
as the starting quarterback changes things a little bit, right? Not the same as Tyrod Herbert's going to be a lot more willing, especially as a rookie, I would say, to dump it off to Austin Eckler. So, you can see how this might spell a little trouble for Joshua Kelly. I'd like to hope this isn't the beginning of the end for him and that this is just a game where, hey, game flow, all of this, Herbert, as Herbert gets more comfortable, maybe they'll be able to use Joshua. I don't know. I don't know. But it does appear, you know, what we all kind of feared. Tyrod was supposed to be in there for a good chunk of the season because they weren't sure Herbert was ready. With his injury, Herbert was forced in, and now he's not likely to go out. So we'll see how it continues to play out over the next couple of weeks. This will really give you an idea how they plan to use him going forward. But it was kind of a bad sign <laughs> to see what happened this week with Mr. Joshua Kelly. Just personal opinion. Drew Sample and Evan Engram I thought would be good plays this week. And they just, yeah, nah, no, not at all. Okay. Traquan Smith, I thought would really have a big game because I knew it would be high-scoring games, Saints and the Packers, and it was. But no Traquan Smith. Just four catches, 42 yards. And Andy Isabella. I didn't, now he's someone I like. He's someone I rostered. I didn't consider playing him this week. I understood the people that thought it was a good idea. I understood the logic. But I'm sitting here going, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitz couldn't do hardly shit the first two weeks because Kyler was just so infatuated with Hopkins. And I'm like, I can't trust that that's going to happen this week with Christian Kirk out. And it did. I should have thought a little bit more about Mr. Andy Isabella. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. And if he's going to get some run, that's fantastic. I just thought Kyler was going to continue to be Hopkins-centric. And, uh, I mean, I figured at some time someone would have a good game. I just figured it'd be Christian Kirk eventually. But that's not what's going down. Andy Isabella. Bit of a good game. I should have pushed for him a little bit more, right? So I kind of missed on Mr. Andy personally. Yes. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, let's get into the game notes for the Sunday's action. Yes? Yes. <coughs> Welcome, Nick Falls. It's your time to shine. Welcome back into a starting quarterback role. You came in. You made... Allen Robinson, extremely relevant. You helped him have a great day. You made Anthony Miller relevant. My goodness, Nick Foles, it is good to see you in there. And you know what? I can't say I'm huge into the Bears, you know, as a former, you know, Vikings fanatic. I, you know, had some issues with the Bears, despite the fact that my father grew up in Col uh, Colorado. Pfft. He didn't even grow up in Chicago. He grew up in Illinois. Apologies. He grew up in Illinois. Juliet specifically. But he was a Bears fan. He was a Chicago Everything's fan. Bulls. White Sox. Not the Cubs. White Sox. But 
so I could never hate, hate the bears, but I was always just like, ah, those fucking bears. <laughs> and now, they start the season, this odd 2020 season, they start it 2-0. 2-0. With Trubisky. And now he comes in, the Falcons are blowing him out, and all of a sudden, Nick Foles takes over, brings the Bears back, and wins the fucking game. Woo! That's great. I love it. I really, really do. It's good to see for Mr. Foles. And it's good to see because, I, if you seem to remember, I've spoken about this orphan team that I, I took over a few years back. I had Andrew Luck and Rex Burkett. That was really the best players that I had. I made some moves, traded Baker for T.Y. Hilton because I didn't have shit for draft picks either. I had to make some moves, so I did. Got some picks, T.Y. Hilton. Eventually, I build this monster up, right? I mean, I've got Kenny Galladay, Debo Samuel, T.Y. Hilton. The list goes on. At running back, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor. I've got some boys. Aaron Jones but I don't have shit for a quarterback. And it's a 16-teamer, and nobody wants to trade a quarterback. Everybody wants to rip me off of the quarterback, and they all took him super fucking high in the draft, so I got no quarterback. So I've had Nick Foles sitting in my QB position the past two weeks. Fortunately, I won one of those games. I damn near won the second game. And I'm top five in points in the league, sitting at one and one with no fucking quarterback. And now I got a god damn quarterback so here we go i'm ready for it (sighs) it's definitely hey anthony miller your stock is on the rise my friend i do believe this will make you and another fucking falcons club what is up with these boys ever since the patriots super bowl they just got this thing they can't hold a fucking lead good god rb battle in minnesota mr dalvin cook chef cook Cook, Cook, Dalvin, Cook, Dalvin. He went 181 and 1 up against Mr. King Henry, who went for 119 and 2. And I gotta say, with the Vikings, O-line, the offense in general played a little bit better today. They're still 0 3. And uh, their rookie made a splash. We'll get into him in a little bit. So, a little better with the Vikings. You can still trust Dalvin Cook. He's going to have some games where he's just not going to be able to do a whole lot because of, you know, Captain Kirk, Captain Buttfuck Kirk. Khalif Raymond for the Titans made a little bit of noise. Three for 118. Had a bigger day than Corey Davis. So that was an interesting one. Titans won by a point. Vikings 0-3. It's a handful of teams, 0-3. The Texans as well. Ooh, there's some scary shit out there. You know who's not 0-3? The Browns. They're actually above 500. And another strong week for the run game. 108 and two touchdowns for Chubb. Hunt, 46 yards. Just 46 yards. Couple of passes for 18 yards. And a touchdown. So, nothing spectacular, but he still got you. If you're playing Hunt, it's probably second running back spot. Maybe your flex. And hey, can't complain too much. He'll have bigger days. 
Speaking of backs, Mike Davis, this week's Christian McCaffrey replacement for the Panthers. I said he's not a replacement, really, but he was actually somewhat serviceable, indeed. At least in the past game, he had eight catches for 45 yards and a touchdown to contribute to his lowly 46 rushing. So, nothing Christian McCaffrey-like, which was kind of my major fucking point. But, not terrible. And we spoke of Joshua Kelly. Well, his teammate, again, Herbert, loves him some Austin Eckler. He boomed. 59 rush yards and a touchdown. 11 receptions for 84 yards. Good game by him. His teammate Keenan Allen, he's going to be a little more relevant now as well, I believe, with Herbert in the lineup. He went off for 13, 132, and three, I'm sorry, one touchdown. <laughs> All the threes in that got me. 13 catches, 132 yards, and a touchdown. That's what he got. So Herbert, you know, looks like a rookie, but he made some plays. And he's definitely got Eckler more involved, which has to please fans of him. Bums uh, Joshua Kelly fans like me out. But again, we got to give some patience, see how this all works out. Because it really was, we're just a couple games into the Justin Herbert experience. But it is good to see Keenan Allen getting work. Going back to the Falcons, whom I spoke of in their blowing leads. You know what I think? Brian Hill is greater than Todd Gurley. At least right now. This stage in their careers. I'm just saying. Look at the stats. Brian Hill, almost a yard more a carry. And I think he's better in the passing game. I just, he doesn't have the knee issue. At some point, we might see some extended Brian Hill. And I'm glad I got him stashed on the bench in a few leagues. Yeah, but... My opinion, Brian Hill, greater than Todd Gurley. That's right. I said it. I said it twice. I'll say it again. Brian Hill, greater, greater than Todd Gurley. Yeah. Yeah. No! Yes. No! Yes. No! Yes. It's true. It might not be true. It's true. Some rookie running backs made some noise. Antonio Gibson, nine rushes, 49 yards, and a touchdown. He also had three catches for 11 yards. Nothing spectacular. But he did lead the team. And of the rest of the rushing from the team, there was only 13 attempts that were not Antonio Gibson. Two were from Dwayne. Dwayne. You suck, you jackass. I know. I'm having some speaking issues. What can I say? Dwayne Haskins. Apologies. Dwayne Haskins. He had two of them, so that's 11. And five other players between those 11. And I think J.D. McKissick had four or five. So, no. Three, four, something. (laughs) Six other players to get those 11 rushes. So... Eventually, that's going to just keep going more and more into Antonio Gibson's favor, I do believe. Anthony McFarlane finally got a little bit of run in Pittsburgh. This is nice to see a guy I really like. Six for 42. That's right. Seven yards per carry. Meanwhile, Benny Snell, the little work he did, seven rushes for 11 yards. 
So all those people that went and spent a shit ton of money on Snell, whew, because it's been mostly Connor. But it was nice to see McFarlane get a little bit of action himself. Moving on, the Texans wide receivers. Bit of a crapshoot, huh? This week it was Randall Cobb, which is nice to see, to be honest. Four for 95 and a touchdown. And I like that, but 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 it does seem as though this could be very much what I said, a crapshoot. Because Will Fuller week one, last week Brandon Cooks was the leading receiver, and this week Randall Cobb, it could be any one of these guys. It could be tight ends some week, who knows. So definitely temper the expectations for whatever Texans wide receiver you have going forward until we see if Deshaun Watson does develop some sort of rapport with one of them that would lead you to believe he'll get those wide receiver one-ish targets. And also I would say Dave Johnson did not look very good for the Texans today. Hurry up back Duke Johnson. Hurry back. Hurry up and get back and well Duke Johnson. That's just what I want to say. We had a Hunter Renfro sighting. This is fantastic. Six receptions, 84 yards, and a touchdown. They had no Henry Ruggs. Brian Edwards got hurt. Henry Ruggs show. I mean, I'm sorry. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> it was good to see. It was good to see. I really thought. I wasn't big on Renfro last year. But based on what he did last year, I was like, how can you not like this guy a little more? Even though they drafted Edwards and Ruggs, you can see there's spots for those guys on there that don't involve the spot that Hunter Renfro would occupy. And he really hasn't done a ton the first two weeks, but good game for him. Yes. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers roll versus the oh, rough-looking Denver squad. That's going to be... And they made the QB change, and, like, who knows? Maybe they'll put in Blake Bortles at some point. Oh, good God. I was really looking forward to seeing all these weapons with Drew Locke, and we're just getting none of that. None of that. It's gross. Anyway, Bucks and Brady roll. This week, it was not Fournette. It was Rojo, so, you know, I guess... Wait and see. This could be another crapshoot type situation. Welcome back, Chris Godwin, with your 5 and 64 and 1, and then goodbye again. Because I imagine you'll be out a minute with a hamstring injury. Speaking of hamstring injuries, Mike Evans had one earlier in the season. He was a fucking no-show. Interesting. But Gronk, who's previously been a no-show, Six catches for 48 yards. Nothing spectacular, but holy shit, there's Gronk again. Yes. The Detroit Lions, they just needed some Kenny Galladay. And I said I was a little nervous about starting Kenny Galladay. And if you had better options, might not be a bad idea. But he had a decent game. I did end up playing him in one league. It was a necessity. And he didn't do bad. Six for 57 and one. But Kenny's back. No longer Dead. Back from the dead, Kenny. So welcome back to him. And hopefully he sticks around and does not hurt himself again and disappear again like some of these other guys. <laughs> Mo Ali Cox, it was great that he, despite Jack Doyle being active, still had the eye of Mr. Philip Rivers. So I think that is encouraging as all hell. 
Sunday Night Football. That was a lot of fun. Kamara went off 13 receptions for 139 yards and two TDs. And as did Green Bay's, or should I say Area 51's own, Alan Lazard. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's a Lazard reference to Bob Lazard, the the UFO guy. (laughs) Who may or may not have worked at a government facility that had alien spacecraft. And I personally, I'm not making fun of it because I, you know me, you see that shit in the background. I believe that shit's totally plausible. Is that dude telling the truth or lying? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Plus, we had a Jay Sternberger sighting. This was a guy I was really into in the offseason. And then there was like nothing coming out of camp. It seems like he wasn't impressive. And even had a couple drives. But at the end of the day, end of the game, Rodgers trusted him and he made a few big catches, three for 36 key catches in the game. And hey, this could be good news going forward for Stern Berger unless he just disappears when Devontae Adams comes back. So that was a fun game, fun game. No, it's not fun. The Giants and the Jets. They are just bad, bad, bad. <laughs> and I, I I really like Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton. I, do, I like Sam Darnold. I, I even like Daniel Jones okay. But fuck, man. I do, not but fuck. But like, as in, but fuck, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just what a mess. What are you going to do? The Giants' offense is horrible. Sam Darnold has no weapons. Where is Denzel Mims? He needs him. Where's Chris Herndon? Jesus. Anyway, back to something fun. The Cowboys and Seahawks game. Now... There wasn't much for the running game on either side. Zeke didn't have a... He got a, t- a touchdown, but he didn't have a huge day like some might have thought. And Chris Carson got hurt. So, not a ton from the running game. But holy shit, did those boys air it out. Dak versus Russ. And Russ, again, Pete is letting him cook. Dak has been on fire. I mean, he threw a couple picks. But they've both been playing well. Russ had 315 yards and 5 TDs. Dak, four. Not Dak. I'm sorry. That's it. <laughs> I didn't write down the stats for Dak. But the rest slinging the ball around. He went to DK for, this is what I meant to say, DK for four catches for 110 yards and a touchdown. And then you had Mr. Tyler Lockett with a fucking hat trick. That's right. Tyler hat trick. Woo, woo. Nine receptions, 100 yards, three Touchdowns. That's fucking right. That is right. And for Dallas, Michael Gallup had a good game. He went six for 138 and one. And as did another wide receiver on that team. No, it was not Amari Cooper. No. No, no, no. It was not CeeDee Lamb. Many people thought it would be CeeDee Lamb. It was not. No, no, no. In fact, this man will lead off the you helped no one list. That's right. 
because I don't have a sound effect for that yet. So I just I just grabbed one. I just grabbed one. Wait, what's it? Hold on. I'm a firing the laser. That might be a great sound effect for whenever I talk about. I'm oh, sorry. Anyway, anyway. So, the you helped no one list. In fantasy, of course. You help no one in fantasy football list, of course. The other receiver that went off that I mentioned was Cedric Wilson. Yeah, not Lamb, not Cooper. Cedric Wilson, 5 for 107 yards and 2 TDs. Another man that went off, Rex Burkhead. Now, I'm sure there was a few that played him. Maybe a little popular in DFS. But holy shit, was anybody expecting... 49 rush yards, 2 TDs, 7 catches, 49 yards, and a touchdown. 3 total touchdowns. Fucking Brex fucking Burkhead. Also, that wonderful Tennessee-Minnesota game that was so interesting in the Vikings. Anyway, I, I had mentioned that the Vikings rookie made some noise. Justin Jefferson, and he went off. For 7, 175, and 1. 175 fucking yards. Shit, the first two weeks, all of a sudden, boom. Again, maybe we get a little more out of this Vikings offense. We'll see. We'll see. (sighs) Anyway, yes, that is what I have for you all. That is my, the entirety of my thoughts. Maybe not the entirety. It's probably some shit I left out. But regardless, those are my feelings, my thoughts on the week three madness, the madness that was week three. (sighs) Exhausting, I know. Exhausting. So, what else can you say other than, fuck, let's just keep hoping. We, we need the more high-scoring games. Let's keep doing it. We got to love the points, the points on the field, the points, points for the fantasy. We just love it. Some high-scoring games. Let's keep it rolling. Falcons, could you quit blowing some goddamn games, please? And for the love of God, Seahawks, just keep letting Russ Wilson cut. Game over, man. Game over. That's right. Game over. Pot over time. Time to run the pod. It has been so fun, but it's time to run the pod. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. I like to just make up random songs here and there. You'll get to notice that along the way if you're a newer listener. If you're not, you've probably heard it before. Now, before we go, I've got a couple things. Number one, please, everybody, if you have any interest in professional wrestling, please check out the G1 Climax, New Japan Pro Wrestling's greatest tournament and the best wrestling of the year. I've got my shirt on supporting my boys, the Los Ingobernables de Japón. That's right. Check it out. Best wrestling you'll see all fucking year. I would also like to give a shout out to my brother Tyson. Lives in Buffalo, New York. I give him a lot of flack for the bills and mainly Josh Allen, and the boys, they're looking fucking good, okay? So I got to give them some props. Josh Allen still does some stupid shit now and again, but overall, Bill's team is looking really good. They almost blew that shit today on what was apparently an interception. 
That was not an interception, by the way. But apparently today, that was an interception. <laughs> and that's kind of what started the Rams' comeback. So they overcame, held the Rams off, still won the game. They're on a roll. Let's see what else they can do the rest of the year. I was impressed today. So shout out to the motherfucking Bills. And hey, keep your eyes on Gabriel Davis. He, he popped a little bit today. Keep your eyes on him. I also failed to mention the first tie of the year because it's a fucking tie. And you got the Eagles, the Bengals, like nobody wanted to win that fucking game. But you did see some good play from the receivers. Miles Sanders had a decent game, but Greg Ward is the story. Eight catches, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Actually had him in one of my lineups and took him out. Bad move. T. Higgins for the Bengals, uh, a meager five catches for 40 yards, but two TDs. Big news, are they going to start using him in the red zone like that? That might be interesting. And Tyler Boyd had 10 catches for 125 yards, so it does appear no John Ross, no John Ross, no. And A.J. Green is struggling. So I see Higgins and Boyd being that one-two punch. Now maybe A.J. Green gets it going even more as the year goes along. That's certainly possible. But I kind of like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd for Mr. Joe Burrow. And once again, fade that Joe Mixon because you're just not getting production from him right now. Can you really keep putting that dude in your lineup when he's giving you shit? Just saying. And, hey, why the fuck not? Let's get into a little bit of a Monday night preview. Yeah, you got... The Chiefs, the Ravens, two of the top teams in the NFL. It's going to be a hell of a game. Probably very high scoring. I would imagine so. So play your stats. Hopefully you're needing some points. Well, hopefully you're not needing any points to win. Hopefully you've already got it wrapped in the bag. But if you need points, this just might be the game for it. This might be the Monday night. And hey, congratulations to the Monday night crew of ESPN. You've really got yourselves a hell of a game on your hands in two of the top teams. They've, uh, you know, people diss on the Monday night product at uh, ESPN a little bit, but you have to keep in mind they don't always get the best of games to cover. So cut them a little slack. They got a good one tomorrow. Let's see what they do. And man, high scoring play your studs. You know what I'm talking about. Eyes on Miles Boykin. I want to keep my eyes on Miles Boykin. Could end up being that number two. And Devin Duvernay, I like it a lot too. But Miles Boykin, keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on him. Anyway, that's really all I got. It's really all I've got, peeps. So, once again, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Do not forget to follow me on the Twitters, the Grams, the Tubes, at RMK Madness, the Mad Chatter, RMK, Ryan MK, Mad Chatter MK, any of that stuff. Just, just look me up. Look me up. Easy to find. Check out my other pod, Miscellaneous Debris. A new one will be coming out Tuesday discussing all sorts of things sports what's going on with the election i mean tuesday night is the debate the debate 
it's gonna be interesting. Oh, I just just hear, hear these old two old guys just argue. Oh my god! But let's serve two evils. Remember, vote anyway. <sighs> goodness, goodness gracious! As always, yes. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. As always, much love to all of you. And stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad, please, particularly in these times. I want you all to have a very wonderful weekend. Enjoy the Monday Night Football. If you get into, you know, the wrestling, like I said, enjoy that. If not, enjoy any of the other. We got NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, good stuff. So enjoy your week. Let's try and get through it. We'll have another Good week of action next Sunday. This coming Sunday. However you want to say that. (laughs) So yes, once again and for the last time, thank you for joining me. Much love. Stay safe, everyone. Ta-ta for now. Laters! Welcome to the show.